So last time I was uh, kind of smiling when I said the queen is dead. And I don't know why. It's, it is a little bit of a... There's like this disconnect where obviously she's a real human. Um, but in some ways it's she's she is more of a symbol and almost like a character um but it has been cool to see i've been into watching some of what's going on not not really the ceremonies but just the reactions by people i love the interviews of people over there um and just it it does seem pretty universal for her at least that they they really respect and this is a big loss basically for them but then there is this flip side in the media and there's been some real harsh stuff i don't know if you've seen stuff like on the view they were talking about like they're talk they they're bringing up the slavery this is what we have to deal with all the time out here in our schools but they're bringing up slavery and and talking about how the royal family should give reparations to the world i guess I- I thought I thought Britain was one of the first to remove slavery. Yeah, they really as far as this the um transatlantic slave trade, they they ended it basically and they didn't just end it for themselves, they they like proactively shut it down. Um for sure. It it all know on like the smiling fast, because cause we were kind of like making light of it, but there's two things on that. One, they're celebrities. Yeah. And so they instantly become some other thing. You can just say anything you want about them. They have no emotions. They could be going through the worst trauma and you can laugh at it. And that's kind of uh, what is fair about being so famous and having all these, you know, opportunities from being famous and being wealthy because of being famous. Kind of the trade off is everyone can just dump on you as much as they can. So yeah. as much as they want to. And so you know, I don't think that we meant any disrespect in that regard. Um, it's, it is easy to like consider them as just like, um, you know, not people so much as figures of our culture or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is crazy to hear that, uh, mass media would be, I don't know, uh, not dumping on them, but you know, a lot of people really are They're down on it and I don't, I don't know if it's a switch or something. Like, I feel like so many things are switching from left to right in politics right now. Like, it used to be the left was the freedom of speech people, and now it's the right. And I would have thought, I, I don't really know why, but I just would have thought, I guess it's because of, like, mon- it's like, you know, democracy versus monarchy. To me, the scale of, of like, polit- of, of, like, uh, government forms of government is like you know you've got like conservative libertarian freedom you've got liberal progressivism you've got socialism you've got communism and then you've got dictatorships over past that and it's all it's the scale but it's funny because what they well you could have a dictator at either scale right I, i don't i don't know if you can really like i i don't understand that's what they teach in school they literally teach it the other way i don't quite get that like what's an example of that? Like they act Hitler? like Hitler. Yeah, but they act. Yeah. The, but the thing is, the only reason they say that is because, like, in theory, conservatives are intolerant of like gay people, and and Hitler was intolerant of Jews, and that's the only connection. Everything else aligns with socialism, communism, control, control of government. 
controlling people. Those are progressive type things. So I don't I don't understand the connection there. Like I don't know, maybe you have some other ideas. I don't have what... a ton of insight on it or opinion. Um but yeah, it does seem like um it's really just hard to like you would have to be able to answer what is the fundamental difference between right and left or conservative and liberal or progressive and whatever the other one is. And yeah, I mean I'm sure there's I, different I don't even ways. know. I really don't know. Well there's different ways you can look at it, but if you just look at the one thing of are people free or does government control people? Hitler is on the government controls people side of things. And between conservative libertarian freedom and Hitler is progressivism and socialism and communism. Control does seem to be at the heart of it. Yeah. To me, that's the heart of it. And it's really weird. I mean, it's honestly just, I think backwards that they teach it. They teach this continuum in schools where Hitler's the far right. And he wasn't religious. He wasn't like, I don't know what about it other than. I don't consider him far left, though. And so I don't quite know. Yeah, like, I think it's just how we've we've been taught to think about it. Could be. Um, yeah. So what were some like the negative comments on the royal family? So one of the big ones was, you know, this, this idea of they represent. So, so there is, I mean, there is something here, which is, we talked about this. It's like the hereditary concept of monarchy is the thing that's hard for us to, it's the hard piece of the puzzle that we can't fit into the rest of our world. And there's two ways. There's one way to look at that, which is just in general terms, which is, why does that guy get to be born into this amazing affluence and, you know, he doesn't have to work for anything. The truth is they, I think they do work hard, but you know, you're just born into this special thing, but then you add to it that there's no chance in any, in the universe that a black person could ever have that role other than they could marry into that. And then you can maybe start to, but like as it, as it is, that is right an now, interesting idea. And so that is, so I understand that aspect of it where, but I, I categorize that all the same. Like to me, I want to take the race out of that argument because why does it apply special to black people? It yeah, doesn't I don't think really, it, it just applies it to everybody. Like it applies to everybody. Like some people are born, you know, with like a terrible disease or some people are born like gifted and talented, you know, like yeah. there's no fairness or di fairness in any di distribution in nature. It's all just roll of the dice, luck of the draw. And we should try to even out things where they make sense, especially where there's like, it's easy enough to do it. But yeah, like why do they get to be? it's just the, how it happened you know yeah there's no reason <laughs> yeah exactly and so i think i think when you add everything up um there's there's a benefit there it's a cultural benefit we don't relate to it as much but watching the response to the citizens um and i don't know maybe the reporters i'm watching are cherry picking it i, I guarantee there are some people that don't like the monarchy over there but it does seem like overwhelmingly people, at least this person, this one, this one monarch, they revered 
um, deeply. Yeah. But she was worthy of being revered and the continuity that she brought to the country and the world, honestly, was just one of her best qualities. She was not ever, I never knew much about her other than she was the queen, you know, like for my whole life, whatever. And I think now that that continuity is broken, it does leave a lot of open questions. Um, one of the criticisms could be the royal family cost the um, country a tremendous amount of money. But we did a little research into that, and it seems like the tourism alone pulls in multiples more than that family cost. And also, how much could a family really cost? It's like a limited number of people, even if they have 25 or 50 servants each, that's not really going to compare yeah, relative. to... I mean, you look at the waste in our cost. government, it's, you know, it would be pittance, I'm sure, compared to... You know, the you know, I just I just found out that in San Francisco every homeless person costs them a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um that it's they spend hundred that's way less than a house, you know, yeah. they could just build them a house. Yeah. <laughs> so like exactly. somebody's getting that money. So, you know, and there's all sorts of things like that in our government. And I'm sure there's waste in that. You could call it a government government agency. And you could look at some of our agencies and say, Why sure. do we need to spend money on national parks? Why do we need to spend money on whatever? And there's just this benefit that society gets, and we've decided through a democratic process that we're going to spend money on these things. And I would hope, you know, it'd be interesting to find the information. It's funny how you can't quite find it easily. I would think they would almost want to promote that information that here are the numbers of the monarchy, um, we spent maybe maybe on the Royal million. Family website actually. Yeah, we spent six hundred million doing our stuff with all our with all the people, all the aids, all the um, resources that we that we consumed was six hundred million, and we brought in one point three billion or whatever. Right. And but also, how many people are employed by that, and what yeah. is the kind of like. Um, and we were talking about this big cultural benefit in having this symbolism and this unity concentrated in an apolitical figurehead. And she has seen how many members of uh, parliament and heads of state across all these different nations come and go. And, you know, I don't really understand what her political impact might have been. I don't even think it matters. It's more she was, about... She was apolitical, and I think that's a beautiful thing. We yeah. talked about how... It would be nice if we had something like that. I actually <laughs> was watching, a, you know, the speech by Kennedy when he said we're going to go to the moon. And he represented at that moment in time. I mean, the feeling that I, it still lingered when I was a child almost, this feeling. And it was 20, 30 years later, um, that feeling of togetherness around us, you know, certain things that we're trying to do or that we accomplish. Um, and so I think we, we have tastes of it sometimes in America. Right now we are very, very far from having that. But I really truly wish we could have it. I wish that there was something, you would think the American flag could be it, you would think that the 4th of July could be it, but it's not. If you look at what's happening right now, if you go on TikTok or you go on YouTube around the 4th of July, you just get thousands of influencers and celebrities crapping on America. 
and it's, it's well well getting the benefits of you know the yeah, society it's, yeah it's so hypocritical but it's to me it's just a sad thing because i i don't know i don't have that in my heart i want i want things to be different and i fight for them and i go out and put my neck on the line for them um and i stand up to what i think is wrong but i don't have like bad i don't have hate towards the people that i don't agree with and so, you, I, so I somebody was saying able to that go you... to i want to be able to go to a party with them and like go to a go to go go to a park and have a barbecue and watch the fireworks and yeah we really duke it out in the political ring but now we come here and this yes. is our country and we're celebrating it or whatever and there's that unity and I think you're right. Like there's probably that was the apex of unity was the moon mission. I mean, it also I think it was before people had a sour taste in their mouth or before like things were tarnished where we we were really believing that everything we were doing was like as one nation, as one community, as one people. And we just know for a fact that's not the case. We know that these politicians are so self-interested and in collusion with all of these different companies i mean pfizer is like the biggest whatever you know and 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 that's a topic for another time makes my blood boil but um yeah we need to figure out like as a country where this division is being sowed at the root and what to do about that and i don't think that it's as easy as like some major project um i don't know like Anyway, that that that's kind of a separate that's kind of a separate topic. Um, well, I you know I think that'll be the time we come back together is when we're forced to. At the time, there is this underlying thing. It's not like Kennedy just got up and said, "Hey, we're going to space." It was this major. There was a lot of fear involved yep. because other countries, Russia and China, uh, in particular well, Russia, Sputnik. was yeah. trying to beat us in all these things and we kind of knew based on what had happened during the previous, the wars of previous decades that we didn't want to be behind. We've lost that feeling right now. Yes. I don't think it's going to take much for us to regain it. I think, I think something could easily happen where we regain it and maybe it'll be space again. It could be space again because that is our, our next big vulnerability. I think, I think we're vulnerable in general, but I think that's a huge vulnerability. That is a huge vulnerability if China is going to expand. I mean, I think they're the real threat, but we have these other vulnerabilities that just need not be like our supply chains and our dependence on other countries for energy. Come on, you got to control your energy. Like I know nothing about statescraft or politicking or any of this stuff. I know that anything I'm dependent on I must have control of that. So yeah. like it just shows the incompetence. I mean, I'm sure it's a difficult problem, but that's never what's being talked about um, in the news is, is those kind of like vulnerabilities. But yeah, I mean, it's fear. Fear is what unites people, unfortunately. And when everything's hunky dory, everyone just feels like they're a badass. They don't need anyone. They can do their own thing. And so, unfortunately, that would, you know, unite people. I am really curious, before we move on to anything, what is the biggest criticism that you heard against the crown? 
Um, yeah, really, the, the the things that I heard a lot were the racist, you know, the 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 like um, the that they're all white in, inequity. It's a, it's a family. <laughs> yeah, the inequity concept, and um, yeah, I, I think there were some others, but but really, it was just. That's lame. It was like this thing where they were criticizing how much coverage her death was getting and, you know, all sorts of all sorts of kind of petty type things. And it it was just strange to me for me to see it because. I don't know, you would think you would want to respect people even in America and just be like, why does this have to be political, too? Why? Why does this? Have to be where we like right at the moment of it, we make it political at the moment and we talk it. about slavery and all this stuff. And if it was important already, why didn't you talk about it last month? Why haven't right. you? Why aren't there protests in the street about it or whatever? It's really just more another way to score a couple little points and yeah, get some people make a to clip or whatever. Yeah, sell an ad, um, which is what we're trying to do. Clip this and you know, drink coke. <laughs> but in reality, um, she's the longest living head of state, right? That has to be incontestably true. I mean, who else would be in competition for that title? So if a leader of the world passes and that is the longest serving, seems like she was serving, leader, that's as newsworthy as anything. Yeah. And I think that people are always going to try to take advantage of those opportunities to push their own agendas. Yeah. But we also have uh, a different kind of princess that is in the news. This uh, black Disney remake of uh, Little Mermaid. Let's try to get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I've only seen the trailer. And the thing is, Disney has done some... They've kind of gone out of their lane. I actually haven't canceled Disney Plus yet. But I'm going to when I, <laughs> I just haven't done it because I'm like lazy and that, that takes like effort. But um, we watched some of the Star Wars stuff, the the series that came out on Star Wars. You didn't like it? I loved no, it. No, 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 I liked it. Yeah, it's, no, it's oh, good. Okay. We watched that. Um, and, you know, I've watched, every once in a while we watch a movie on there. But they... They've done some things where they they basically came out and um in Florida they tried to they they just gone total woke and they actually tried to get involved with um laws and and regulations that were being passed out there and they they tried to influence that and to me and then you you also see the stuff coming into the movies, and it's just so stupid. Like, I didn't it's actually so see this, but so from what I watched part of the movie, I don't really watch some of the movies that I see the kids watching. But I know in the in the new Lightyear movie, I guess a couple of dudes kiss each other or whatever, and it's in the background, and it's like pointless. And but if but what but what came out of the controversy with Disney in Florida? So that's where you know that's where they're based, and a lot of people are there. Um, was they had these videos that were like exposed of these like employees who are like, yeah, every chance we get, we're going to be throwing in homosexuality and 
transgender and yeah, whatever. Not in China. Can. Not if it means you're not going to get paid. You're oh, yeah, get of course. And they first. take it out. Yeah, they take it out for things they ship over to China, which shows the hypocrisy that yes. this is not about principle. Not at it's, all. It's about being It's woke, about basically. principle in as much as it's convenient. Yeah. You know, like in as much as they still get money. And the thing to me is like, I never, I don't remember recall any Disney movie where I'm watching a bunch of characters and in the background, a dude and a lady start making out randomly. Like, that's not a thing. So mm-hmm. why stick it in there? And why have it, why have it be they're, a thing? So they're trying to normalize these things in culture. And I guess if I was to look at it from a, from a, you know, trying to be generous or even just like maybe the real way to look at it is if I am a black girl growing up, you know, whatever, and I don't see anyone that looks like me in these movies, maybe that does like harm my personal worth or esteem. I don't know. I can't even really imagine it. Um, So I think there's something to be said about like, just getting everyone comfortable because guess what if you walked around with a like a mexican woman 30 years ago you get the shit kicked out of you like people were aggressively uh homophobic and racist to a point where like they would physically assault you and that just seems like out of this world like you know you might as well don a kkk cloak if you're gonna do that um, but that was like a normal part of culture. And so maybe this is like a rebounding effect to make those things normal. My problem with it is when it's just uh, too on the nose, as they say, where it's like so obvious what they're trying to do that it distracts from the actual storytelling and the actual ostensibly art that they're trying to make. Um I also, just as a side note, don't really like these Disney live actions. Like, why not just make, like, the cartoons, the animated uh, features? Those were so much more interesting to me. I've tried to watch the live actions. They're just not that compelling. And I think it's because in the animated series, like, you would seriously have a team of five guys working scene by scene, frame by frame on everything and like nothing was left to chance. Only the most important details were like put in there. Everything else was, you know, you don't get that level of detail in the live action. So if I had any opinion on Disney, it would just be, if you're going to remake these things, remake them verbatim, just like with the new technology. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of yeah. live action, but that's just my own taste. No, I, I agree there. The live actions, I haven't really liked that much either. I don't know why. I can't pinpoint why. It might just be that I really like the old ones. Um, I think part of it for me is that I'm like, dude, in 1999, you came up with something new. In 1994, you came up with something new. Why can't you come up with something new now? Like you, you weren't true. redoing everything from the old days back then. Um, and so I, I, I wish they would come out with new things. My take on the... Um, the Little Mermaid is I'd have to see it to really see how distracting it is I think you need continuity if you're going to be a filmmaker you need continuity you can't You, for example let's say you're going to tell a story about a family I, and I'm not against I'm not against using black characters for any reason even if you just want more black characters or whatever 
But if you're going to tell a story about a family and it's going to be a mom and a dad and their son and it's this is the story and there's nothing weird going on. There's not like an adoption or, you know, it's like they were he was born. You can't have a black child play the child of two white people. And right. it, it just distracts like that's that's bad filmmaking. It's not. And you've really. seen that. In what Lord of the Rings, or I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I've seen if you if you watch Lord of the the new Lord of the Rings on Amazon, that's where I've seen that concept. I you know I'd have to like, I think there's a white girl who's got like dark skinned parents, but but mostly in that one, it's just like every single time there is not a single like not biracial couple in there, and we're talking about races of people in ancient times. And they're like, somehow there's blacks and whites and they're mixing, but they're not, they didn't get all the way mixed over the centuries or whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's like so weird. Yeah. So maybe that's where there's kind of not even a problem, but just where it's like, they're pushing it too far is when it distracts from the actual intent of the entertainment. Yeah. When it's obvious. Film should draw you in. Yeah. It's breaking the fourth wall in a way. It is. It is totally breaking the fourth wall. And to me, the little mermaid from what I saw I, I didn't see, you know, it's just a little trailer and it's not, you know, it's, it, it's just annoying too. How, what are they, why are they promoting this? Like, it's like they can't wait to yeah. just like shove it down yes. your throat like a year yes. early. But, yes. but at the same time, I have no issue with a black Ariel. I kind of hope her dad's black and her mom's black or maybe, you know, maybe not both of them or whatever, but like some explanation of how she got black because that's how the real universe works. Yes. Yes. And. <laughs> They should be and representing reality in yeah, a way that doesn't distract, distract me from with the story. Yeah. 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 I mean, and obviously I, it's fantasy, but like th- there's no, elements of fantasy, fantasy that are like, interesting. We're, we're, yeah, it's fantasy, but it's like this is filmmaking. Like you, yeah. you, can't, it's you can't just make something up. You can't just have something appear on the screen out of nowhere. Right. And when you do that, you, you're just bad at your job. Right. And I am not against, I'm all for bringing in a lot more black and a lot. And, and really, um, we have a long way to go if we want, even if we want to like, I don't know, I think in America, black people are maybe 20% or 15 or something like that. I can't, you'd have to look that one up for me, but, um, but we have a long way to go at Disney before we have 15% black people in as like the starring roles. And so I'm not, I'm not really against bringing it in as long as you still make the movie coherent. Yeah. And I can even see, like, I know a lot of conservatives or, you know, or certain types of conservatives would be down on a, like a homosexual main theme I don't know. It's it's part of our world. I'm not against a real story, but it can't be contrived. Somehow it has to feel authentic. And mm-hmm. one thing is when you're talking about kids, like kids don't yeah. know what the crap they're doing. They like yeah. they're gay, they're not gay, they're growing up, they're trying to figure it out. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Who knew what they were doing when they were 12, 15, Nobody. even 17? It's like when you're an adult, you can like finalize, "Yeah, I'm gay." And like I thought I was gay when I was 17. I felt maybe I was gay when I was 13. But like until you're like an adult, it's like you're not you're not anything. You're you're figuring it out. And so it's hard it would be hard for me to swallow like some 
ultra settled gay 12 year old but because i don't think that's real i'm not saying there aren't 12 year olds that have that have that feeling i'm just saying it's not like a settled thing just like being straight isn't settled when you're 12 or whatever and i think that is kind of the main point especially anything sexual especially when it's so new in our culture i mean homosexuality isn't that new like you know like the greeks or whatever it's part of it's part of history but you know when you start getting into i don't know like pronouns is that going to be the next thing that they try to normalize well we just barely opened pandora's box on that we barely have any no, that's data never go or anywhere. knowledge I mean, yeah, the, it gonna, is, it is, it's going to, it's going to die out. I, I give that yeah. five more it's years. It's too complicated. Yeah. It's too complicated. You can't introduce somebody. I just can't wait for somebody. Nobody's ever done it. Um, I'm going to, I, it's in, it's unnatural. My, my response is my pronouns are glibby and plibby, but it depends <laughs> on the stars. If Mercury is in retrograde, you have to call me plibby. Any other time <laughs> Venus is rising, you, you got to call me glibby. And if you don't know that, and if you don't figure that out, you're a non-inclusive and hateful person. Yeah. Like it's so, you know, like nobody could ever do that. Nobody could ever accommodate to that degree. And it's pure narcissism no, not only that, that people even demand it. Well, it's, it's also, to me, it's like child abuse. I actually happen to know about hmm, maybe three or four people who for some psychotic reason, and maybe it's not a psychotic reason for some reason they named their children in a way that their name is confusing and they Elon Musk, for example, they gave the the person a name, and but then they call them by their middle name. But then the kid kind of grows up, and they want to use their other name, and or they maybe want to, or or people try to change their name, and it causes so much, like, damage to that person because they don't have an identity. Like people don't yeah. know what to call them. Right. And I've, right. I see it in children. I, I know an adult, like two adults actually like this, where they kind of want people to call them one thing, but everybody else calls them another thing and they can't figure it out. And they're constantly thinking about it and hearing it. And it's like, dude, if you're going to have a child, give them a name and make yes. sure they know that name. Yes. And make sure that name doesn't have any like crazy things that they're going to have to deal with their whole life. Yes. And to me, it's the exact same thing with pronouns. It's like you're going to have a human walk around in this world and every single person they meet, they're like, oh, well, I look exactly like a woman in every way, like every other woman you ever met, but I need you to call me he. Right. It's like, how can you live like that? That that yeah. that just like screws your mind up to and walk it, around that, that, thinking about dude, what they, everyone what, else is going to call you. Yes, I agree totally. And on the confusion it would cause to have like double names or whatever. That's an interesting idea even in and of itself. Um, the narcissism is insane that somebody would want you to alter your reality, your understanding yeah. of the world and twist that. It's almost like it really is the same type of thing of two plus two equals five. It's that offensive to me. Is that offensive to me? It's like if somebody tells me that two plus two equals five, I cannot be in the same space as that person because they're polluting my reality. Like I understand that two plus two does equal four. And anyone who says otherwise is a liar or whatever. And if somebody's like really fervently trying to convince me of that reality, that's like a threat to my understanding of the universe that I need to uh, 
distance myself from. And while it's not quite as egregious with these pronouns, like the selfishness is just hilarious. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's too confusing. I don't think it can yeah, last. If you, um, if you want to be a man and you were born you as a like woman, one. you better change things enough that you're perceived of as a man because yes. I've been doing this for 40 plus years and I have a hundred percent track record of recognizing at in close proximity when I'm meeting someone and shaking their hand, their gender, their gender. And some of these trans though, they, they're pretty good. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I have a hundred percent track record. Some of them might've been trans and some of them right, were right. trans. Totally. And guess what? I call them what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And I never had a situation where I shook hands with someone, called them things, interacted with them. And then they were like, actually, I'm a girl. You, you keep saying he. It's never happened. Yeah, that's and never that's why this is going to die out. Because it's a real thing that we have genders. It's part of it's 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 like it's like it's in our DNA. It literally and figuratively, it's in our DNA. It's bred into us. Yes. And when you try to throw this other layer on top of it, it's fun for some people, I guess, or whatever. They're really getting a kick out of it. But like, it's not yeah, customizing their character. It's never going to be a thing. For, it's know, never going to be a thing because it's way happening. too confusing and it goes against reality. And also, like, you can just say whatever you want, but when it comes to like the real scientific definition of these things, That's established by your DNA, and it is impossible to change. All the surgeries in the world aren't going to change your DNA. Now, if you can take a pill and CRISPR goes through and makes a bunch of edits, and now you're like literally a woman, hey, congrats. Like the power of your technology, of the society of your, the technology of your society has enabled that transformation to be completely effective. And so that's great. But everyone else, you got to be real convincing. And and I bet I have met tons of trans people that, uh, especially on dating apps, like I swipe right on trans people all the time. Like, oh, she's hot. (laughs) You know, like that it's a trans person. I'm not like, you know, offended by that. um, Yeah. No, that's the thing is if I see, I'm not saying I've never met a trans person. I'm saying the trans people I've met, they're, they were either trans and I found out they were trans, but I knew they were a woman to begin with. And I call it a she. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, yeah. I, that can happen. But what, I don't know what really happens. We're not going to. Yeah, we're not going to hit. You got to be that. And, and I've met people that were that had like transitioned and they presented as this other sex for real, like all the way. And I didn't like check below the waist or anything, but every aspect was like okay this is obviously a dude even though they might have been born a woman and you know i'm i'm totally fine with that and i'll call the the craziest thing is if they start what's stopping them from being like i know i transitioned to a man but i still like the pronouns she and her it's like they 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 can can do do anything so it's just it's insane it's never gonna what somebody should do and this is a class of gender i would like to see emerge if anyone's interested in giving it a shot is try to be as ambiguous and as possible i want to be able to be like second questioning myself every three seconds face to face be like i I just can't figure it out (laughs) it it might be possible like i mean there are are times i'm not saying i've never met someone where i like didn't know that you know 
Like, or no, actually, I don't know if I've met someone. Like, once you look them in the eye, you know, there's so many cues, and yeah. not everybody has them. So you'll have a, a woman with a low voice. So maybe you talk to her on the phone, and you get the wrong gender. That can happen. But there's like 75 cues of what your gender is, and about 45 of those you can see when you're up close to them. You don't have to have their clothes off or anything. And it's plenty of data to make the the right call. And I would say with the trans people, almost always I suspect something or whatever. Like it's it's a, it's off, but I can tell what they're doing. I can tell what they've decided or what yes. you know, what what they're trying to do. And and, and and that's as effective as anything, right? Like because yeah. if no, you can tell is, what they're trying is. to do, you could just so what? That. So why in that case do we need pronouns? Except for we've invented these new genders that are like non-binary, non-gender. I, you know, I don't identify as anything. So they need, they need. You know, in German, they could they could survive because there's a neutral, there's a yeah. neutral uh, <laughs> gender. Yeah. In in German, but um, we we only have, I mean, we have a neutral oh, gender too, but but it's for non-humans. <laughs> it's for objects. Right. Right. And it. so. It's kind of funny to me that, like, why don't we call you it? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why don't we call you what we call a table? Or... Well, it is kind of interesting that, that uh, gender-neutral pronouns are baked into some languages. Actually, I think of most languages. I don't know about that, but I'm pretty sure that it's not just German. Well, in Dutch, they only have, actually, male and female. They don't have the oh, okay. neutral. We have the neutral, but we don't use it for people or animals. Um, or things like that, that are, are alive or whatever. And yeah, we do see, sometimes that's... use it for animals. We use it for animals when we don't know or whatever, but but not really. But even like, then, it we, sounds you weird wouldn't say to say, like, that. what is it? You know, like to a dog, you'd say, what is that dog? Like, what, you know, yeah. you wouldn't. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting threads in here that we should keep talking about. Um, one is like, clearly, there's an identity crisis. Clearly, culturally, people don't know who they are. And they're like, I'm this gender, I'm that pronoun, I'm everything and anything that I want to be in this moment. Okay, calm down. And I don't quite know where that would be coming from. Maybe a loss of religion. I don't know. But uh, I think we are going to reach peak wokeness. I don't think we're there yet. We have to see gender pronouns in Disney movies. That's when we're going to be approaching peak woke. <laughs> I think it's at the boiling point. I mean, but there is still some, some more steam to let off but i so, uh, i never wore a mask so i'm proud of that because i knew it was bull or no 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 i did wear a mask i wore a mask even though i knew it was bullcrap i've never put my gen my pronouns on anything and i'm never going to make that mistake and so I'll get i'm lucky fired that before i do that yeah i'm lucky that one of the gender pronouns is co my initials <laughs> so i always God. choose that Oh, I'm Coco. Awesome. Um, yeah, th that's a great that's a great stat. That's a great stat. Not wearing a mask. Um, no, I, but I did. I did. I, I I just mixed up my analogy there. But, uh, well, but there are some people that there are some people that um, didn't wear masks, and it didn't really have much of a negative impact on their life. But they stuck to the principle because it was always known. If you if you dug in anywhere, you could say, "Oh yeah, 
we've had these masks forever. They're yeah. not used to stop respiratory spread. Well, the whole the whole illness. thing with the vaccines, I was tweeting a lot about this at this time and going full rage mode because it was just like, I'm, I'm nobody. I know nothing. I have no education. And I know Biden's a liar. And I know he's an idiot. And the fact that everyone else couldn't see that, he's like, the vaccines are safe and effective, not at preventing coronavirus, right? What are they safe and effective for? Like, they don't prevent the virus. Also, what could be more effective than antibodies? Nothing. Nothing can be more effective than yeah. antibodies. That is nature's vaccine. And so you're going to ask me to inject myself with this untested, unknown, whatever. I'm not even saying it's like that bad. I don't actually think it is that bad. But it was just so clear to me at that time how it was just about control. They just wanted you to do it to force you to do what they wanted. And what's hilarious about that and evidence of this is I tried to get vaccinated three times in L.A. I was visiting L.A. in like 2020. They wouldn't let me. I was the wrong age bracket. And, and so it's just funny, like what they want is control. They want control yeah. of our of the language and the culture and our behaviors. And they're going to use every tool, even if it's shutting down the economy and destroying the supply chains to weaken our like center um, so that they can inspire fear and nothing gives up, makes people give up their rights like fear. You know, how did Putin get elected? Just bomb some apartments. Oh, it's the Chechnya. It's Chechnya. We got to start a war. <laughs> like, okay, now everyone's terrified. Yeah, Boom, rises to power. It's yeah. such an old playbook and government cannot help but use it. And it's just so obvious that like. Yeah, I don't think it works here too. Like I, I, in the end, like it doesn't, we have too good of a system for it yeah. to work. I mean, hopefully the system doesn't really break down. They act like it's breaking down. I don't think it is. When it breaks down is when you have um, a land, when you have, when you know that the votes were wrong. Like in this case, these last couple elections were really close relatively. And both sides said the election was illegitimate. Hillary Clinton did. So did Trump. Trump took it to a higher, you know, a crazier level than Hillary did. But they both basically said the same things. Um. But to me, it's like when it's this close, you kind of got to flip a coin. And I know there's voter fraud. I know there's whatever. But I'm not freaking out that like the will of the people didn't happen because we were only whatever 1% off or something. If it was like some extreme percent, then it would be like, oh, crap. Like they're real. You know, if there's like 10% of fraud somehow or whatever. I wish I could think of a better analogy whenever I think about voter fraud, because like the whole thing is a fraud. The fraud is that we have to choose between your picks. You're going to give us option A and option B of a corrupt system. And you're not going to build a voting app, even though it would be safer and cheaper and easier to maintain than anything you could imagine. And it would have better security than a bank. It would cost six weeks to develop and it could actually re- represent the will of the people. You're never going to make that app. They're never going to make that app. Yeah, Why? Because it, it represents the will of the people. They're not interested in that. They want you to choose between their picks. And so, like, the whole thing is like, yeah, you're voting. We're going to let you vote. <laughs> like, you're not letting us vote. Yeah. You're I letting mean, us choose some, between two corrupt options. There are some countries that have a lot more parties than we have that are active, and they do kind of switch between them. Um, 
I've, there are some, like, you know, the reason these parties formed have formed over time is because it's hard to survive. It's hard to like have a, an ideology take hold without having political parties. It's gone to the extreme now. Um, but anyway, it, yeah, like, um, I didn't quite follow that. Like it's hard for a third party to get traction. Well, it's hard for a third party to get anything done because oh, I see. you right. have to have a certain amount of votes in the, in the Senate and a certain amount of votes in the Congress to pass a law. And so even if you got like a Green Party president or a Libertarian president, you're not going to have that in the Congress. And or or if you vote for a bunch of Libertarians, you'd have to like have, you know, for them to coalesce around things. I mean, it's it's a totally screwed up situation right now. So I'm not saying it's good. It's it's pretty bad. I think. But I, I think more important though than the party system. To me, the party system. Like there was a period where, and this this has to do with the switch that's happened, of like the two parties and a lot of things, and this isn't the first time that this has happened, but. Um, in around 2000 when after bush had gone into iraq and then we had 911 and then we were going to afghanistan that the for, at the very beginning of that conservatives rallied behind bush and cheney and that era of people but it started to crater pretty fast and by the time Obama was elected. The reason he mainly was elected was because conservatives didn't want like their own party. And it's crazy how long that bad taste stays in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Because like for me that I felt that way myself. And I felt like I was against going out and doing these wars. I was against, um, you know, things like along those lines. And, it just stays for so long. And then Obama gets in and it takes two terms of Obama for me to finally be fed up with the Democrats. I didn't like become a Democrat or something. I just didn't care about politics because I'm like, I don't agree with making health care like some thing where you're going to like go to, you know, have to pay taxes if you don't extra taxes if you don't buy this product. That's psychotic. That's yeah, against the from Constitution. a healthcare company. It's so yeah. funny. And so, like, I don't agree with that type of thing that Obama's doing, but I also still don't like the conservatives, so I'm just like, I'm out of this. And But then finally, just Obama goes on for so long, and what I really ended up not liking about him is how he just went around the world and acted like America was a piece of crap everywhere he went. Yeah. And I couldn't yeah. stand that. Apologist, or and not an apologist. Yeah, yeah apologist, anyway. or whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. I think an apologist is, like, they're in favor of it. I can't remember. Yeah. He apologized like a baby. So right. that's the problem. And so like a weakling. And so or, anyways, finally I get back into it. And I actually didn't even vote for Trump the first time. And I didn't vote for Hillary either. And it, I was disgusted by what was going on. And it wasn't until after Trump was elected that I was like, why did this dude get elected? And I started watching every one of his speeches. And I started following his his moves, his political 
like the actual execution of his job. And I was like, eh, that's pretty good, actually. Like, raise those tariffs on China. I like it. Pull out of NATO if they don't start paying their bills. I like it. Don't join that idiotic Paris climate thing where we just give money away to the world. I like it. And these things started NATO adding up. Participants pay. Yeah, so it's, it, it is a new party, basically. So, like, so, it is, it's yeah. a different party than it was 20 years ago. And I know a lot of conservatives right now that are happy with the party. It's actually, a lot of them are still disenfranchised from 20 years ago. But there is a core that is happy with the party. And from what I can tell by looking out my window, a lot of progressives and liberals are happy with the Democratic Party. And... So it seems like it doesn't seem that bad to me to have this two-party system because I don't yeah, see a don't, lot of people wanting something else. I don't think it's bad to have two parties. In fact, it might be way better because then in that concentration, you have like this really good uh, push and pull from both sides and this pendulum can just swing back and forth and there's the balance. Yeah, and but if you get what's not good, good. Yeah, right. But what's not good is the fact that the people who rise to the top of those two parties or the most corrupt there are. Trump was an outlier. He was an outsider. I mean, yeah. both, both an outlier and an outsider. And it's it, the only reason he could do that is because of his celebrity, his money, his existing status. And there could be great leaders, even within government. I'm not saying every government politician is corrupt only because they haven't served for 50 years yet. But uh, there could be great leaders out there that just we're not being able to choose them like it would be so easy to build a profile that shows all of their voting records everything that they wherever they got money everything that like was red flagged by the ai system you know like it could be done in 10 minutes not yeah, really, they don't, it's just they such don't an easy that. problem relative to anything else that america does like send somebody to the moon it's one one thousandth of that and the fact that they will, I just know they'll never do it because they want you to pick from their two choices. Yeah. And so to me, it's not the two-party system that is a problem. It's, is it called the primaries? Is that how the contenders for uh, presidency yeah. are chosen? Yeah. So yeah, like that is the broken system. Is I guarantee that is a political machine well, and, and it's tied in with businesses and you and have to serve your time. With that's my problem with Trump right now is he represents the negative side of that because we he he's a person and he wants to run again. We don't really need him to run again. Now, I know there's a lot of MAGA people. By the way, I don't think they're terrorists. They're just people that are they, – they love having someone – they don't care about his personality flaws, but they love have someone having someone who truly loves the country – who's willing to spit in the face of yes. people that yes. don't love the country. And they really connect with that. So I can understand that. I want that to be a um, principle, not a man. Yes. And, 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 he, and the thing is, he, I don't, he's not capable. The thing is, he is so different. The things that allow him to spit in the face of the enemy... And by the enemy, I don't mean like he's going to kill them. I just mean the opposition. The things that allow him to do that are the same things that we don't like about him. 
Mm-hmm. And so you can't, I don't think you can tear those things apart. What psychotic reason does he have to take classified documents to his stupid place? Like, I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying I care. It's just stupid. Like, and and then there's this whole battle where they're trying to get him back and you don't just give him back. Like, why didn't he just give him back? Why didn't he just come and say, yeah, go ahead and take whatever you want or whatever. Like That's true. Yeah. That's and fair criticism. And like, just, but he can't do that. And, but the yeah. reason he can't do it is the same thing that allows him to walk into a room with a bunch of European leaders and say, we're out of NATO if you don't pay. Right. And then walk out and they're all just sitting there like, that never happened before. And they're like, is he serious? I think he's serious. And you can't separate those things. I wish we could because I hope we can. I hope someone, maybe DeSantis or someone, can come in and still walk, fly over to Paris, glad hand everybody, have everybody begging for our help, and say, we're not going to spend our money on this. And we're doing really good over in America having cleaner air and having cleaner water than we had 20 years ago. And you guys can figure out your way of doing it. We're not sending money out to the world to like work on that. Yeah. And that would be amazing. And but but then at the same time not be a, like a not have all these personality flaws that just cause tons of friction. I mean, he's so toxic. It's crazy. But um I think that's possible. It's his the reason he can do that is because he's not a career politician. And he's not, he doesn't owe a million favors. Think of what it takes to get into those high ranks. It's just, you know, deal upon deal upon deal. His deal was to make money. His deal was to get like a golden tower in Vegas. That was the deals he was wielding. Other people were brokering power. And so when you're in that world, guess what? You owe people favors and they're going to call them in when you get into that position of power. And at the end of the day, you got to do that. And who knows? I mean, this is a thing that I've learned about life is that one way to try to like control people is try to get a bunch of secrets on them. And maybe like you don't get to be 50 years old without having a couple of skeletons in your closet automatically just as part of being a human. And there haven't been enough of those exposures where it's like normalized. Anyway, that's just a theory. But like the point is that Trump was playing a different game than everyone else and that was his power and i would love a politician to be able to do that but i just think it's almost like corruption is a function of your time in government even desantis i'm sure has to play the political game to the max and this is the time if you watch politicians talk right now because there are some reporters that push them and ask them questions it's rare but it does happen you can see them weaseling all of them Mm -hmm. they're just all weaseling around and so one of, some of the big questions are, do you want Biden to come campaign for you? Um, so the implication of the question is, is Biden toxic? And another question uh, is, yeah. are you going to vote for Mitch McConnell to be the Senate leader if, if you guys take the Senate? Are you going to vote for well, – I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the conservative dude in the House. Um, but are you going to vote for him or Nancy Pelosi or whatever? And so they'll ask AOC about Nancy Pelosi and she'll like tiptoe around it. And everybody, everybody's playing games Yes. and it's, that is messed up. I don't know why in the world you can't just answer the question one of three ways. Yes. I'm going to vote for Mitch McConnell. No, I'm not going to vote for Mitch McConnell. 
Or the other answer is I have not decided if I'm going to vote for Mitch McConnell and I will make my vote based on all the dynamics that are happening at the time of the vote. They can't even say that. What, what's yeah, wrong with say, that? Like, that's like how answer. dangerous can be. But the thing is, that's dangerous because yeah. if Mitch McConnell hears that, he's going to start right. making phone calls. All and the political calculus. It's just psychotic. You, you literally have to avoid even hinting yes. at an, anything. And actually, by not saying yes, you know those phone calls are happening. You, but maybe, but the, but you're depending on other phone calls that are depending on you right. not saying yes, and so it's it's just a, it's crap. Politicians it's should be required to answer within 200 milliseconds of a question, so they don't have time to weasel their way through all the political capital or uh, calculus. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It exists with Trump. That's the beauty. He says what is exactly on his mind, yeah. and if you look at someone like Ben Shapiro, yeah. or um, some of the great people that are in talk radio and things like that, Rush Limbaugh, he doesn't have to think. He didn't have to think about what to say on anything. He knew where he stood. Everything was on principle. He had thought about it and talked about it so much that he knew the answer. But these politicians aren't like that. And they just they can't do it. But Trump does do it. Trump and, and Trump. I mean, Trump isn't as like you take someone like Ben Shapiro, who's just a genius. And and by genius, I mean, he is both capable and practiced. Trump speaks his mind. So he's got the capability, but he doesn't know what uh, he, he and, and as president, you have to face so many different topics. And so like in COVID, for example, he said a lot of dumb crap. Yeah. And but, but it's the, like, who cares? What do you expect? He's not, right. Yeah, right. He's That's not, not his co- role. That was never his role. But I appreciate it still. I appreciate him shooting off whatever he thinks. And because that's the way I want people to act. That's yeah. the way I want people to talk. And it's okay if you don't know or you like flub up. Or, or you whatever. even get it wrong. Yeah. Like as long as you can recognize that you got it wrong. And I don't, I think that people that are in that position, um, I don't know, like there, there's a reason why they're not worried and, tr- and, and massively filtering everything they say. And you even look at like a figure like Zuckerberg on Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, there wasn't a word that he said that wasn't filtered. And it's because he's in the same political web as any politician. He's yeah. got all of his chief of staff and all of his direct reports and all of his investors and everyone, you know, he's a king and he has a court. Mm-hmm. And all of the members of his court have all of their demands and influence upon him. And he has to do all that calculus to like figure this stuff out. And honestly, maybe it's a privilege not to have to think that way and not to have to um, manage all of those complexities. Um, but I think in the terms of in the in the case of like Facebook or a big tech company, um, that little king is way more effective for the world than a politician. And when a politician is doing those kind of filterings and those kind of calculuses, it's more about serving themselves and, yeah. and, and just brokering power. And so it, 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 we, it would be interesting if we could find some way to get more people that are Trump-esque, but you know, way less toxic. 
in in yeah. in, in uh, yeah, as options. It'd be hard. It'd be hard because I picture DeSantis being good for what I want in the world, but also being not nearly as tough because he he just yeah, is more um, political. Like he's more. There's a word I'm not thinking about, it, but he he'll soften everything up. He wants to have everybody like him, especially if you're on the world appeal. stage. I'm not saying he won't do strong things. I think he'll do strong things, but I don't think he'll go quite he would go quite as far as Trump was willing to go. And he won't like Trump goes off instinct in this cool way. Like what he did with North Korea was just freaking unbelievable. And it's hard to know if that was really a threat to us. It seemed like it. I mean, we were watching on the news. They're they have the nuke and they're pointing it wherever they want and they're testing this or whatever. And it someone like Trump can go in and just be like, "Hey dude, you got a cool little dictatorship going here. I like it. I like all your golden toilets. I like this. Uh, we're friends. You even dream of doing more tests while I'm on watch and we're going to preemptively wipe you out. And did he do that? Oh, I don't remember. I mean, I we don't know exactly. We don't know exactly what we did. All we know is they were testing and then they stopped testing after Trump met with them. And they started again after Trump was gone. And wow, wow, that's crazy. And so but think about Russia too. Russia took Crimea during Obama. I'm telling and you, all this is because Biden fell off his bike. Trump. And he did <laughs> like, nothing This is all Trump. a consequence of him stumbling over the teleprompter. It's like, you got to be able to read, dude. You're the president. No, they you just got to be able China, to read. I mean, I, I really think China is going to take Taiwan before the... I, I almost think they're waiting for... Um, I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Die and Kamala Harris to take the wheels, the reins. I don't even think they need that. Like, what are we going to do? We're not going to do anything. We're, I don't think we'd, we'd even fund Taiwan the way we're funding Ukraine. Because China is so much stronger than... than if I had any preference, Russia. it would just that we be that we fabricate our own chips and don't depend on... What is it? TSC, Taiwan yes. Semiconductor I mean, it's Company? it's psychotic. It is yeah. psychotic. And that so that's what I'm saying. That's why it'd be a huge blow, because I'm pretty sure that if China took over Taiwan, it'd be like hands in the air. I mean, what what could we really do? We can't like stage a war against China in Taiwan. It's like this massive country right next to this little island. And what are we gonna do? Keep putting boats over there, and and China's gonna let us like send equipment by ship and plane to them. I don't think I don't so. Know. I mean, proximity seems like a big deal when it comes to holding land. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's, a, right it's just them. a much different, it's a much different enemy than Russia yeah. in power and in intent. Oh, no doubt. No and doubt. China versus Russia. That's like, a, you know, that's a big contrast. So I think we wouldn't do it. I think we'd step out and we'd be like, sorry, Taiwan. And what would that result in? Massive problems to our economy because of chips. Like, we can't even fathom. Like, no new cars. We're going to be like freaking um, Castro, you, you know, down there 
with where they have all the cars yeah, from like the right, 1950s or something right yeah right. and like it's gonna be like that's what it'll be like for us it'll just be like oh yeah we can't we got a, we got everything we need to make cars except chips and so we don't make new cars and all of a sudden used cars prices skyrocket and we're all just driving whatever we got forever for for however long until it takes like seven years to take to make a chip fab yeah you can't you can't pop up a chip fab and right. so I mean, even I knew, that's it's seven years if you know what you're doing. Yeah, with that, that's how long it takes China to do it. And yeah. so we we don't do it. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows what it would take us? to? I mean, I would assume we could actually probably get it done and maybe we could do it faster because we're I, I do have faith that we're freaking amazing. But when, when we're under pressure, but yeah, well, we're under pressure now and we're not doing it. And so it's pretty crazy that um I don't know. Maybe we are like opening up our own chip plants, but uh, well, we're about at time. Do we have, I mean, well, we won't be able to get to our third segment, but I think we had a lot of coverage on just like woke culture and other things. So, yeah, it's good. We'll talk about those uh, shipping those migrants around next time. Maybe. Yes. Yes. All right. On our, well on our way to being canceled. (laughs) 